Welcome to the CPD Group Podcast. Join us as we guide you through all things CPD, interview some special guests and offer advice to help your business thrive. We hope you enjoy listening. Welcome back to episode two of our latest series of the CPD Group podcast. Uh, We are here today with Rebecca, our Accreditation and Compliance Manager. And following up from the last episode, we were going to be talking about the logos that we distribute and what they mean and what they're for and uh, how to use them essentially. So welcome, Rebecca. How are you? Nice to see you again. Super. The last time I mentioned I wasn't going to make Rebecca a cup of tea again and I've been roped into it again. I'm, I'm not happy with myself. Thank you. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Well, I think it. we should just make this a regular thing. It's like, so every podcast is, is Andy's tea making. Well. Thanks. No, I'm not up for that. I have to <laughs> anyway, logos. Let's have a quick chat about that, shall we? So tell us the different types of logos, because we do offer a, you know, a variety of logos, and they're all for a very particular reason, aren't they? So could you just outline what those are for us, please? Absolutely. So we at the CPD Group offer different logos for our different types of accreditation. So you'll notice with other CPD companies, they might have just one logo that covers all their accreditations. But here we have different ones. So we have the provider approval logo, we have the activity logos, and each one is individual to each activity. So if you have 10 activities accredited with ourselves, you will get 10 individual logos. There's trainer accreditation and there's employer accreditation as well as webinars, podcasts and editorials. So each one is very specific to the the type of accreditation that uh, you've asked for. Excellent. Right, let's touch on those then. First one, the approved provider logo. Tell us a little bit about that. What's it for and how it can be used? So once you've uh, completed your application form, we've reviewed it and we, we've got to know you as a company better. So we, we look at you as a, a provider, look at whether that you are ready, to your CPD ready, um, check that you've got your policies in place. Um, you will be issued a provider logo and that has your provider number on it, which can be verified on the CPD register which we'll obviously talk about throughout this with regards to where we list different accreditations. Um, And that's what you can use to demonstrate to your customers that you are CPD ready, essentially. Um, But that's purely for the provider. Mm. Um, So that doesn't cover any activities or any of your of your trainers. That's the next step in the process. This is sort of part one of the process with us. Yeah, I suppose the logo itself kind of, you know, shows the public, shows your potential clients that you've been scrutinized by us, you know, and you've got all the fundamental elements in place that a reputable training provider should have, you know, so that they can have confidence when approaching you, I suppose. Does that wrap it up in a nutshell? I, yeah, I think so. Um, but it's key to, to use it properly, the use of the logos, mm-hmm. so that learners aren't unintentionally misinformed. Right, yeah. Um, I think that's that's the key. So the, the provider logo can be used to, to demonstrate to your learners, you know, on your website, you know, on your social media, to show that you have been approved as a CPD provider, that, that's what it's used for. But it wouldn't be used on your activities, you know, like your courses, for example. Uh-huh. That's that it doesn't cover that. So yeah. that we are very clear and we will support you and and speak with you if if we need to support you using it in the right places. Lovely. What we'll touch on a bit later on is kind of, you know, the ways that they shouldn't be used. Okay, so let's have a quick chat now about the activities, the the specific logos that are for webinars, as you say, podcasts, courses, editorials, those kind of logos. Now, what's different about those to the approved provider one? So each each logo is is given out for the activities. 
and it has a, a unique activity number on specific to that activity and I think that's the key so it, it's not one, a generic one for all of your activities and it means then whether it's learners employers or insurers if they need to verify the certificate which we are finding is becoming um, more apparent each day that people do need to verify the the CPD that they've they've done um, everything's listed on the CPD register and people can use that number to confirm the course title that they've completed and the hours as well um, so it's a great way to, to support the verification of your learners CPD fantastic so in essence I can take my certificate after completing the course Go to the CPD register, type in the number that's on my certificate in the Absolutely. logo, yep. and then be able to verify that that particular certificate is valid and the, the accreditation was live at the time that I did that training. Absolutely, and for the, for the course title. So it, it, yeah, it's yeah. just very clear. It means, you know, it, it's very clear to everybody what, what CPD has been done. Super. And then also on that logo, you say that the CPD credits hours are on there as well, which means when I'm providing that certificate to whoever I need to, my professional body, for example, and I need to evidence my ongoing CPD, there's a record there of exactly how many hours I've contributed and participated. Absolutely. So the, the CPD um, credit hours, one hour of learning is one CPD credit. It's a fairly um, easy calculation, a crossover. So if yeah. you do have... Um, you know, minimum hours of CPD to do across the year, which se several sections do require. Mm. Um, you know, you can clearly demonstrate where you've where you've broken down your CPD. Lovely. So, in terms of the trainer logo, then, so when I've you know gone through the trainer application process and I've been accredited, but and I get my logo, what am I able to use that for? So that verifies you as a trainer. So that's showing to your learners or or, or companies that you're working with that we have as a third party reviewed your experience, reviewed your qualifications and CPD and verified that you are you are able to, to teach the subjects that you know you you've got listed on your application. You know, we we ensure that, you know, you can, you know, you have demonstrated that you have that knowledge and expertise. Um, but it's purely for your verification for you. Um, it's yeah. not your courses. It is. It is you. It's very separate to that. You know, you can have it have it run to run alongside your activities. Uh, we have several several companies who have verification of their activities and their trainers, um, and it just gives that confidence to to the learners that the person who's teaching them has that background. You know, has that knowledge. You know, and they can ask those questions. They know. They know that they know their stuff. Yeah, they also get their lovely little trainer card as well, which that demonstrates their, you know, the subjects that we've accredited them to exactly. teach as well. Exactly. So, you know, so there's, there's, they can, it's a business card, really good. You can tap it on the mobile and it brings all their information up. Um, so it's really clear to see exactly what we verified them, them in. Yeah, very helpful. And the final one you mentioned was the employer accreditation and the logo that comes with that. Now, what do employers use that logo for? That's, that's probably more useful for their potential employees, their staff, to show them that they are a company who's committed to CPD, you know, that they're, they're willing to, to provide that CPD. Because that's really, I think, becoming more evident as people apply for, for jobs. They want to go to companies that are going to support their development, support their progression, both professionally and personally. And so the CPD employer accreditation that we offer we will look at the business as a whole you know who they are what they offer um, as CPD sort of as standard but also how they track that and 
and how they support additional CPD opportunities that aren't necessarily mandatory mm. at the beginning um, and how they maintain people's CPD through the, the time that they're with them, um, which is a re it's really good accreditation to have. And I think it's really key for um, employ employees to know what they're getting. Absolutely. I mean, I was talking to one of our employer uh, accredited providers and um, they're a care home. Mm. Okay, so they work with, you know, care in a, in, in a facility and um, they were using the employer accreditation to demonstrate to the families of potential clients who were coming into the care home that they maintain standards within their you know within the building and making sure that all of their staff are highly trained and it's a constant training you know mm. uh, matrix that they're going through yes they do their mandatory training on an annual basis but it was also demonstrating the above and beyond sort of training that people Absolutely. could get involved in you know and how they fund that and how they actually let people apply for certain mm. things that will help them develop in their role whether that's cpd or qualifications you know so they were they were using that as a as a tool to demonstrate to the public that come and you know bring your relatives to us and mm. it gives that kind of that confidence to families that you know we're, we're, we're putting our relative into a place where they are going to be cared for by people who are highly trained and continuously trained as well absolutely and it's yeah i think it's just that extra reassurance on on all sides really and especially because it's a a third party that's coming to look at it you know it's mm. not something that they're just claiming it's you know somebody else has checked yeah and does agree that you know they they offer the the core training they offer additional training they track it you know and they are they are supportive of it because that's the key to have the buy-in from both the the employer and the employee mm. um, and cpd can have a, a huge impact across across all sectors totally agree totally agree right so that's how you use the logos now let's talk about how you <laughs> don't use the logos okay because we do see this quite often we have, we have lots of, you know, we have a reporting mechanism on our website and we have people coming to us and reporting that they uh, have certain experiences with organisations using our brand. So we think it's really important to demonstrate to you today and to talk about how the brand is used, what logos are used for what and what they are not used for. OK, so let's start with the approved provider logo. Go back to the beginning there. OK, now give us an example of what people have done with that approved provider logo, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Okay, because we do realize that, you know, some people just don't know what they don't know. So this is why we're doing today's episode. So tell us what some people has come to our attention have done with the approved provider logo. So I think uh, I think the most common thing that we see is the approved provider logo going on certificates, mm -hmm. um, which implies to the learners that that activity is accredited. Um, and sometimes it is. They have just popped on the wrong logo you know they do yeah. have the accredited uh, activity logo they've just not just not popped the the right one on or they don't have you know the, I think the biggest concern is the ones that don't have the activities accredited um, because the the learners have bought that training that CPD course because they wanted an accredited course mm. sometimes because they need it for things like insurance yeah you know it has to be accredited um, and then when they go obviously go and check and verify um, they get a little surprise that it isn't actually accredited um, so it's really key to have the right one on um, like you say often it's it's unintentional um, especially because other CPD providers do things differently to us so you know it's yeah. it's making sure that they realize that you know when you come to us we, we accredit things individually um, 
for, for the learners. Yeah, so everything is standalone. Approved provider logo is specifically for that, isn't it? It's to show that you as a provider, as a CPD provider, yep. are approved by us. Yep. We've scrutinized you. We're happy that you meet all of the criteria that we set and we've deemed you as CPD ready. Absolutely, which then means you then can move on to the next step of the process, which is then the activities, whether that's a course, whether that's a webinar, whether that's a podcast. Um, you know, the first step is the provider. Yeah, lovely. So let's talk about those then, the activities and the logos that come with that then. What have we seen in the past with people using those logos in an incorrect manner? Um, so one of the, the things that we, we say is that the, the accredited activity logos is for your certificates and learning materials only. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, once they've been accredited, because you don't get the logo until, until it's done. But yeah, it's specifically for that, so that it's very clear to the learners that that activity has been accredited. Um, we don't... We don't want it shared on social media often because, you know, it can also then other people could have access to it, you know, because then we're finding other activity logos on other courses that shouldn't be. So it's sort of protecting yourself and your accreditation, really. Um, so to just use it on certificates only. And again, then that's then used to verify because it has the, the unique number on it. It has the CPD credits um, and it has then the, the link to the CPD register, which which we use. I mean, one of the examples that I, I, I was brought to my attention was um, a particular provider, naming no names, uh, had five courses accredited with us and they had five individual logos which they were using on the certificates for those courses. But they also had another 15 courses that they were just simply using those same logos mm. on all of the certificates for those particular course titles as well. Now, tell me the pitfalls of doing that. Um, well, the pitfall is it's obviously misleading your learners, which mm. is the biggest thing, you know, and obviously that that can have, you know, repercussions as a, as a provider if, you know, if you are misleading your learners, you know, because like I said, you know, some sectors have regulatory uh, amounts of CPD hours that you have to do across the year. Some of it can be sort of the more informal CPD and some of it has to be more formal. Um, and obviously, if it's not accredited, you know, that can have implications for the learners as well. Um, and and some, some insurance companies require accredited activities, which then obviously puts the learners in a position when they find out it's not accredited. Mm. Um, so it's, it's really important to, to be clear to your learners and, and get everything accredited, mm. um, especially if that's what you're advertising it as. You know, it's really, really key because when, when it's verified the learners will see that it's not. And obviously, yeah. like you said, there is that report function um, for, for learners to use. And then obviously we will, we will have to look into it and then support the providers to, to get activities accredited. Yeah, I mean, one of the examples, you know, and I'll just use example kind of course titles here, is um, they had a certificate for, let's say, health and safety. You know, they'd done a course for health and safety. They went to the CPD register, typed in the number to verify that the certificate was valid before they gave it to their employer. And it came up on the register as a fire safety course, you know, because the provider had just used the fire safety accreditation mm. logo and popped it on the certificate for health and safety. So it meant that the learner was, you know, their certificate looked a little bit questionable mm. because it wasn't correct to what they'd actually studied, you know. So it's very important that you use the right logos on the right particular courses. And if you do have multiple courses, you have them all accredited individually Absolutely. because they will all be assigned their own unique number that will be submitted to the CPD Absolutely, register. Yeah. Yeah. And, and more and more people are verifying their CPD. They really are. Yeah. Um, you know, which is great, you know, because it raises the standards across the whole industry. So it's key to, to get it right at the beginning. Yeah, ultimately what we're trying to achieve.
So perfect Absolutely. stuff, perfect stuff. So moving on from that, then let's have a talk about the trainer logo. What have you heard or seen about the trainer logo that is not correct? So like we said before, you know, the trainer accreditation is verifying your expertise and knowledge. Mm. It's not um, it's not accrediting the activities. And sometimes we're finding certificates uh, are being issued with the trainer logo on, implying that the course is accredited. Yeah. Um, and again, often unintentional, um, but in doing so, you know, it, it means learners are receiving unaccredited training, which is not what they have, have booked into. So, so, you know, and we do try with, you know, with the framework, the advertising is really key to making sure learners, it's all transparent. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's making sure the right logos are on. Absolutely. Because the last thing we want, and we don't want trainers to believe this, you know, that what you touch after you've been accredited as a trainer is accredited underneath that banner. It's just not the case, is it? No. We have literally scrutinised you as an individual with your competencies in, the, yep. in delivering the material that you, you claim that you're qualified in. So we will check that. And then also that you are an educator as well. We'll be checking those kind of things. And that's what the accreditation is attached to, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Rather than the actual materials you're yes, delivering. We haven't, we haven't looked at that, yeah. you know, that because that falls under a, a separate accreditation so it is just you as a trainer absolutely super and then finally the employer i mean have we had any instances of the employer accreditation being used in a way that probably isn't correct not so far mm. you know i think that one's quite a clear one you know it is being used correctly to promote to you know to their potential employees as well as you know in the example you gave you know that their customers you know that they are committed to that cpd so that one seems to be quite quite clear Super, super. Well, thank you very much, Rebecca. That's, uh, that's all very useful information for people out there, okay? Now, please do, if you have any questions about the logos that you've received for your accreditation or your approved provider status, please let us know. But also, if you log into your platform and go to the resources area on the main dashboard, you'll be able to find our brand guidelines in there that will describe everything that we've talked about in a bit more detail for you. So please do access that because it is really important that you use the brand correctly and use the correct logos for the correct purposes. Okay, now, if again, you do have any questions, just let us know. We're here to help. And you can contact us in any way through Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, the website. Yep. Give us a ring. It's not a problem at all. We're here to help. Okay, so thank you very much for listening to this next episode in the series. And we will be here to talk to you soon about another interesting subject. All right, thank you very much. And we'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the CPD Group podcast. Be sure to tune in next time for more helpful content. See you soon. Before you go, did you know that you can receive a free CPD certificate from listening to this podcast? All you need to do is head over to the cpd.group forward slash podcast. That's the cpd.group forward slash podcast and enter the confirmation code 800019.